One of the common problems or frustrations I hear from my clients is that there are just not enough resources out there for people who have product-based businesses. It seems like all of the advice out there is very specific to maybe running an Etsy shop, creating an eBay storefront, or even like drop shipping. And there's this gap of like information specific to creating a store, creating a product, and putting it out there for sale. And so (laughs) I'm not the only one who's noticed this gap. You know, there's a few people who have noticed. And one of those is today's podcast guest. Today I have on the show Gina Park of ohhappybiz.com. Gina is incredible. She's an e-commerce coach that has built her own six-figure, actually multiple six-figure brand on Shopify and Amazon. And now she's taking everything she's learned and all the hurdles she had to learn the hard way over the last five, six years and turn them into coaching and and even a program to help you start your business or grow your business. And Gina works with a lot of clients who are in the beginning stages. They're they're ready to create a product or they have a really great product idea and they need the foundations of setting up their store in a way that's going to be profitable and in a way that's going to set them up for success and growth to get to that six-figure level that we're all kind of dreaming of or (laughs) most people seem to be dreaming of. I'm just so excited to bring to you this conversation with Gina. Gina has so much experience in the e-commerce world, and she really also brings to the table, you know, her background of starting her business when she had a new baby and a lot of the struggles she went through as a new entrepreneur and a new mom. Her and I have a lot of that in common. If you've listened to the first episode, you know that my business was still a baby when I had my second baby. And so there's a lot of different things that go into running your business as a new mother. And I just think that you're going to absolutely fall in love with this episode. You're going to want to go follow Gina. So before we even jump into this conversation, you're going to want to go over to Instagram and find her at ohhappybiz. She has a wealth of information and she's just incredible. She also has a wait list up for her new program, Zero to Six Figure Online Store. So as of right now, when you're listening to this, the cart is closed. You can't get in right now, but sign up for that wait list because even I'm signed up for the wait list <laughs> because it's so good and so valuable. And she goes into a lot of the details about what the course is about on today's episode. So let's go ahead get comfy, and let's dive right in. Welcome to the Product Powerhouse Podcast, where we talk about what it's like to run a product-based business. We'll be sharing specific actionable tips for your online store, chatting with other shop owners to go behind the scenes of their successful product-based businesses, and having a blast talking shop. I'm your host, Erin Alexander. I'm the founder of Alexander Design Company, a web design and marketing agency for e-commerce businesses. We work with incredible entrepreneurs to create an unforgettable online presence for their shop. Now grab a nice coffee and let's chat. What I love about you and your business and like you've already built this successful product-based business and I think that you have a lot of insight that they're listening to and like how you've 
use that experience and now how you're helping other store owners. Yeah. What I've learned from you so far is like you have built this successful product-based business and now you're using that experience to do this. Right. And that is a plenty. I love, I like, I just love how on your profile or on your Instagram, you like, you cover the real meat of running a product-based business. Like it's funny because the other day you posted like a customer sales journey and I have, (laughs) I have a graphic that I created. That's not the same, but the same idea. Like it's totally different, Yeah, but I'm like, it's just like the heart of what you do is so valuable to all shop owners. And so I feel like that piece of it. Okay. Honestly, there are many different types of product-based businesses, mm-hmm. right? You can be a handmaker or you can be a private labeler or like you can be manufacturer, whatever it is. Yeah. I guess how I stumble across this whole product-based business is almost like five, six years ago, I was in corporate. So I was in corporate for about 10 years. And I was climbing up the whole ladder within the corporate world. And I was very career driven and I worked really hard to like become, I I used to be a certified public accountant. So I used to like really work hard just to get to where I was. And I had my first son and that's when I realized like, oh, I can't continue on with my career like this because I was working a lot. And so like, I live in LA too. So if you add like LA commute, I was like out the door 7am would be coming home at 7pm. Like that's almost the time that the baby's awake. Right. So it's like, I can't do this anymore. And so that's when I decided like, okay, well, I have to look for some other opportunities for me to be able to make money. And that's when I like was searching online and I started selling on Amazon because I stumbled across this like webinar kind of thing that they were talking about, like, you can make all this money with Amazon. And like five, six years ago, like, you know, Amazon was big, but not as big as now or not as competitive as it is now. And I just watched that webinar and I've always been interested in selling products. Like I've always been really interested in like fashion and like, you know, maybe sourcing stuff and maybe trying to sell and all that stuff. So I was like, okay, well, let me try it. And um, I didn't even take the course. I just watched the webinar. I'm like, I'm going to follow what they said in the webinar and let's do it. And I started like sourcing stuff from China and I started selling like whole different kinds of products on Amazon. That's how I started. And um, I made a lot of mistakes just doing that because I had no idea what I was doing, like trying to make stuff from China, trying to import things from China. I ran into patent issues. I ran into like some issues where like environment protection agency, like there are some regulations around it. Like I ran into a whole bunch of issues and I made a whole ton of mistakes. And then um, I decided because I was a mom at the time, I decided I want to sell baby products. Mm -hmm. And I kind of felt good about it because it was more of my passion product product because I was more closely like connected to the product that I was selling. I mean, I sold like stationary things and all that stuff. But when I started selling the baby product, it was more like, okay, I want to start growing a brand around it. And that was also the time when Amazon started um, giving more privilege to those people who actually have their own brand. And so I was like, okay, I want to start growing a brand around it. And that's what I did. And, um, I wanted to also start selling on Shopify, like actually grow sales on Shopify, but it was like hard, (laughs) it was 
so hard. Like Amazon for me was really easy. Like all you have to know when it comes to running an Amazon business is you have to really learn how to use keywords to optimize your product listing. You have to have good photos. You have to learn how to get good reviews, good products. And run some ads and, you know, get your product up to the ranking and then you're good to go. Like they already have the traffic for you. They already have people that are looking to buy the product that you're trying to sell. So it's relatively for me, like easy for you to actually list a product on Amazon and start selling versus on Shopify. Oh my God. Like I had to learn all the things, how to drive traffic. And just because you have traffic doesn't mean that you're selling and I would have traffic. I'm like, why aren't they buying my products? (laughs) So my journey is like, wow, like it was so hard for me to try to figure it all out. And back then I didn't know anything such as like online courses existed. I didn't even know what I was watching for Amazon thing, that was a webinar. I had no idea. I just thought that they were giving out free information. I was like, cool, but they were trying to sell like it was thousands of dollars. I'm like, I'm not gonna invest thousands of dollars. So I, you know, I didn't know stuff like coaching coaching existed at the time and I was afraid of investing. So everything that I did was just through trial and error. And um, I made a lot of mistakes and I wasted a lot of uh, money and because I was trying to grow my brand, I went to trade shows. Like I went to all the trade shows that I can like within a year. And I just learned a whole ton um, just through, you know, my journey of making a lot of mistakes. And I just know that it was such a lonely journey too for me because I come from a nine to five background and all my friends are accountants. So they're all in nine to five. My family doesn't come from entrepreneurial journey. And so I just felt really lonely in terms of like, I didn't know who to talk to. And if I have a question, like I didn't know, um, I can even hire a coach to like, you know, ask for advice back then um, until I read the book. I don't know if you read that book, You Are a Badass. Mm-hmm. Like it came out like a couple years ago. Like until I read that book, I was like, oh, coaching. Like, what is that? Right. So um, I really struggled and I know how it feels like to struggle. And so that's why I wanted to create this platform where I can help those people that are struggling, just kind of like I did, because not just, you know, trying to sell on Shopify, I also, really struggled to find good suppliers. I had issues getting, you know, defective products because I was getting a lot of the products from China and how to deal with that kind of stuff, like how to prevent it, all those things. Like there's so many things that go into it, like running a a product-based business. And so, yeah, that's like my journey. And that's why I decided, you know, I want to really try to help those people that are in the same shoes as I as I was because I was a new mom too. I didn't have a lot of time and I just felt like I was in the dark place for a very long time. That's really, that's really incredible. Thank you for sharing that. Like I was nodding along the whole time. I feel very connected to your story. Like there are so many, like all the help that you get, all the things I see are for service providers. And there's this big gap for product-based businesses where we don't talk about manufacturing and overseas products and all of that side. And then that loneliness piece of being an entrepreneur with a new baby and you're home all alone. You don't know what you're doing. Like there's a lot going on and you had a lot to unpack over those 
first years and you've come so yeah. far, so far. Yeah. I mean, I just remember, like, I used to be a napreneur, right? And back then, I was even scared to hire help. I just, I grew up with a mom who was a stay-at-home mom her whole entire life. And so I didn't, like, I just didn't feel comfortable hiring help. And I thought I had to do everything. I, that was like the definition of a good mom to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like I was just working while my son was napping or um, when he was down for sleep at night. So like, imagine that having to juggle, trying to be a new mom and trying to learn all these things at the same time. So that's why I say like, it was really difficult time for me. I wish I had more support. And like mm-hmm. you said, I couldn't find a lot of information. I would like try to search information. And a lot of it, like they talk about sales funnel, like all these email marketing things. And a lot of it I could find for service-based entrepreneurs. And like the podcast that I used to listen to, they I don't even know like how I found those podcasts, but like I, I, I was listening to things like NPRs, like how I built this, like very like high level things, like none of those that actually give you like really good tidbits of how to build a product based business. And so, um, yeah, so I think that's one of the reasons why I was so excited to be on your podcast, because I know you are going to provide that really good, like value driven nuggets to those people that are trying to build product based business. And we really need, like need something like this. Oh, thank you. That's one of my, like, I want it to be like actionable things. Like, I don't want it to be like something you just have to ruminate on, but like, oh, I can do that today, which is why I've done a lot of like list of things. And then, um. I try to keep them short. The interviews with shop owners and other business owners have been longer, but people like the mix of short and long. So I'm excited about Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. (laughs) So after you kind of like, as you were working through this, did you eventually find a community that felt like that gave you that support? Or is that just why you're deciding to create it yourself? Yeah. I mean, I didn't really find one for myself Mm -hmm. and I just, um, I'm a very big learner. I'm a, little bit of geek. (laughs) So I like to like learn through courses. And um, so I did take quite a bit of courses to learn what I had to learn. Um, But in terms of community, I just didn't feel like I have that. So I wanted to create that for those people that want to have that community. Um, Yeah, so I mean, that's where I am. I want to be able to provide I'm I mean, I just remember those dark days and it wasn't pretty. And so um, it would be really great for those people that wants to have that connection and just to be able to talk about your business, because I can't do that with my friends from college or friends from high school. You know, like we talk about our babies all the time and just being a mom, but like, oh, I can't talk about, hey, what are you doing for your Facebook ads? Or, hey, like, how are you driving traffic? Like, is it really working? Like your Pinterest strategies, like those type of things, like, it's, we can't talk about it. So um, that's why I wanted to kind of create that community um, mm-hmm. of people who can like, you know, exchange information. Yeah, I know. I have that same kind of thing. I I spend the most time talking to the person I share an office with because we have the same, you know, like the same thoughts. Whereas my husband, I'm like, what do you think I should do for my next big launch? Or like, should I create this program? He's like, huh? And I'm like, oh, but when you get into their funnel, even like talking about like, you know, when you go to Old Navy or you go to Costco, they're like, can we get your email address? 
And I'm like, oh, they just yeah. want you to be a part of their funnel. And they're like, what? <laughs> I'm like, that's their lead magnet. And they're like, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, finding a community, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to start a podcast and I wanted to start a community around product-based businesses. Because once I started working with product-based businesses, even like finding the information I needed to help them do what they wanted to do was hard to find. Everything was about Mm -hmm. service-based businesses and everything was about creating an Etsy shop or creating an eBay shop, but none of it was specific to what do I do for my own store? How do I, how do I create a product listing that is effective and things like that? And so I just jumped all in because I'm like, people need to hear this. And people were asking me questions and I'm like, I'm I'm a geek too. I'm like, I will learn as much as I can. And I will tell you what I learned. (laughs) Right. I mean, for me throughout my journey, one thing that I did learn is in order to have a successful, like your own store, you have to be able to kind of put all the little puzzle pieces together in, in order to complete a puzzle. So like, I used to be someone that would just be like, oh, like, really drawn to those shiny objects. Like they'll talk about like Google AdWords, like you got to do this in order to make sales. Or like when I first started to build a brand for my business, everyone was on Instagram. So I was like, oh my God, like I got to be on Instagram too. Like I'm going to try to like grow my following and all that stuff. But then like, I wasn't really seeing the result. Like, and then like email marketing is a way to go. Like Facebook ad, like, so I was like drawn to each of those like pieces and I would try it, but I wouldn't really like see the results. So I did waste a lot of money on Facebook ads too, just trying to like do it on my own without really understanding like, okay, well now that you, you drove traffic, what do you do on your shop end? Right? Mm-hmm. Like, how are you going to convert those people to just someone that just visited your website to a buyer? Right? So like, those are the things that I think a lot of people may be missing is that, Like they just kind of think that like, oh yeah, like if I have more followers, I'm going to make more sales. But then, well, you need more than that, Mm -hmm. right? Like you need to have like good product copy, good like photos, like, and then you need to be able to collect their email so that you can like follow up with them. Like all those things has to come together in order to make sales. It's not just like one thing, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. I'm always kind of like harping on the SEO piece because I'll get a lot of clients who want help with their SEO. And I'm like, well, this is like a try and see if it works type of marketing tactic. And I want you Mm -hmm. to know that it's only one of the tentacles. I keep lately calling it an octopus because even if you have SEO, you can't, it doesn't fix the rest of the tentacles. Like you still have to have good customer service. You still have to have compelling product listings. You still have to have a lead capture method, everything you just said, mm-hmm. you know, like it's only one thing and there are, I'm going to be honest, I love SEO, but there are faster ways to get traffic than SEO. So, you know, think about this as one thing you can do, but you need mm-hmm. all of them to come together to be like a thriving business. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, SEO, I do agree that it's such an important piece of running your online store because it's free traffic for you. If you can get SEO right, like you're going to get Google to work for you 24 seven to get traffic. But at the same time, like you said, once you get the traffic, it's your job to convert those visitors to buyers. And that piece piece is a conversion piece where you have to have like lead magnet, you have to have, um, 
compelling product copy, good photos, um, product reviews, like customer, like social proof, all of those to come together to get those customers to want to buy your product. And you need like a way to retarget them. Because one big piece that I used to not understand is, oh, yeah, like social media, like I've got followers, I'm going to get sales. But like you need to be able to keep showing your products and keep selling your products to those customers that started following you or that uh, visited your website. And the only way you can do that is by retargeting, Mm -hmm. whether it's using your emails, whether it's using your uh, Facebook ads or Google ads to like retarget them. Like you have to do that piece in order to get them to buy your product. And so um, I just feel like, you know, a lot of the times people just focus on one thing, but you need to have that holistic view of how these pieces, like, I, that's why I say it's a puzzle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you need to complete the puzzle in order to make sales. Yeah. Or else you're not leveraging all the ways you can make sales. Like, you know, um, if you're not retargeting, you're just missing out on this group of people who maybe they got distracted. Maybe they forgot, maybe they didn't have their wallet on them, you know, those types of things. And, and then there's other pieces. Like if you're not leveraging SEO, then you're not getting new traffic. You're not finding people who are searching for what you have. So they're absolutely a puzzle. They all fit together. They all kind of have to be present in order to continue to scale and grow your business. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I guess I'd love to talk about like what kind of clients you work with, because I know you work with clients like teaching them how to scale their business to six figures, how to scale their product-based business and what types of clients do you work with to grow their business? I think right now I will say that people who wants to work with me are at the very beginning stage. Mm -hmm. So they want to start a business. They have a, like a product in mind, or um, they just have like, Oh, I want to sell like clothing or home decor items but I don't want to make a lot of mistakes and I need somebody to kind of guide me to tell me what to do. Those type of clients are the ones that are really just starting out. Mm-hmm. So they need like all the information as to like setting up their business properly, what to do with the sales tax and like, okay, like how do I set up my um, website and how do I get traffic? Like very at the beginning stage of that online store business, like they want to start it, but they just don't know like how to do it. They just want somebody to help them. Mm -hmm. That's great. And so then you're walking them through the process. Like you're like, okay, don't do this because these are the mistakes that I learned, but you're just walking them through the process of getting started from even from like square one. Yeah, exactly. That's really cool. I've worked with Mm -hmm. a lot of clients in that phase before. Like right now Mm -hmm. I'm kind of in the next level. Like they've already had Mm -hmm. a business for a while and they're ready to kind of up level. But right. I love that beginning phase. I love the excitement and the energy that comes with it. And yeah, I think that that's really cool. And I also think it's so needed for people who have an idea, who have a dream and they're not taking action yet because they're afraid of making mistakes. And so they need someone to walk with them and guide them through the process. So I think what you offer is just incredible. Yeah, because I I just remember myself, like even from the beginning, I made a lot, even as a certified public accountant, like I made a lot of mistakes in terms of like setting up my financials and like not even collecting sales tax, all of those things that I should have done, like I should have known even as a CPA, like I made all those mistakes. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and those are such an important piece, especially um, 
if you're a product-based business owner, you already know that your margins are not as great as those service-based owners, right? Because you have to buy your product. You have to run ads. Like if you're running ads, like there are costs that are involved in running a product-based business um, versus like service is like trading time, right? right. So um, because of that, like you have to be able to really know your um, numbers in order to have a successful business. And that was another learning point for me because I was just so busy learning everything about marketing and sales because I had zero background in that, right? Like I didn't know how to sell anything. And so I was learning everything about it. And I kind of left the whole like booking bookkeeping piece and like separating the personal and business, all those like very, very basic things. Like when you're just starting, like when you're trying to like, oh, I'm going to start this as a side hustle. A lot of people just don't think about that, right? They're just Mm -hmm. so focused on making money first. But those are the things that's going to catch you in the back end. And then when the tax time comes, that's when you start to panic. And when you run like that, you're Um, business cannot run smoothly. You cannot do predictions on what's doing well. You cannot do predictions on like, okay, like, what can I order? When is this going to run out? Like, when can I place an order? When should I start conversations with my supplier? Like all those things as a business owner, like you have to do it based on the numbers and based on, you know, having that type of record, like all clean and having a process down. And so that was another learning point for me. Um, and that's what I help with too, because it's such an important piece that people, not many people talk about because it's not the sexy part of running a business. Everyone wants to talk about like, yeah, like if you do this, you're going to make a whole ton of money. Like you can see like two X return, all those things. But like, yeah, what about the actual, like, you know, the admin part of it that no one talks about? You need that as like a foundation to build your business. So um, I also think that that's very important too. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of things that we just don't even know that we don't know when we're starting, you know, like you don't know what you don't know. That's a phrase, (laughs) but having support working through that, I think makes the idea of starting a business a little less scary and a little more like, okay, we'll do this together and working with someone like you to go through that process, especially having gone through it yourself. I think Mm -hmm. that makes your support really, really invaluable. So what are some of the transformations that clients will go through when they're working with you? Like, what are some of the things, I mean, obviously you don't have to tell us your whole program, but like, what are some of the things that you kind of help them through? You've kind of touched on it, but what kind of, I guess I kind of want to curious what kind of results they get when they're working with you. The one-on-one clients will work with me for two months to kind of get them started. So Mm -hmm. I'm like the one that's helping them. Um, to start their business, literally set everything up and then um, get them started with, you know, driving the traffic and getting their social media up and so that they have the right way to drive traffic and the good foundation to actually grow their business. Mm -hmm. Um, My current um, six week program that I have an open enrollment for, which is a zero to six figure on my store owner program, it literally takes you from how can you drive the right traffic and create the right content to drive the right traffic and convert those customers, those visitors to buyers. Mm -hmm. So I go through within those six weeks, um, how you can set up your website 
to really turn those visitors to buyers because a lot of people, that's the one thing that I struggled with is making sales, right? Mm -hmm. Like, okay, one, how do you drive the right, right traffic? Because not all traffic is equal. Like you have to drive the right traffic. So how do you do that? And I teach like, um, you can do that with Facebook ads and you can do it with the right content marketing. And then how do you convert those people into um, buyers? And that's a lot on how to optimize your website, right? Such as like, you need to have good photos and how do you have the good product copy? And what are some of the things that you want to have on your store, such as upsells and downsells and easy checkout process and all those things, like all the conversion metrics. So I go through all of those things with them to um, help them actually start making sales on their online store, because that's a hard piece of it. Because some, a lot of the times what I found was people talk about the, the one piece of the puzzle, right? They specialize in that one piece. But I think as an online store owner, we have to know the entire picture. So I, my goal with this program that I have an open enrollment for is people understand that big picture and what they need to do in order to drive right traffic in order to um, convert that traffic into buyers. Right. So that's like the result that they'll be able to see is like, okay, like now I understand how everything is coming together. And once I have all these pieces together, I'm going to be able to dry, uh, make sales on my online store. Yeah. So just as a side note, when is the enrollment for your program? People are interested. They can just, you know, get on the wait list for this program so that they can kind of see what is really needed to, um, you know, grow their online store and make sales. Yeah. So we will have the link to the wait list in the show notes. And you can also find Gina on her Instagram at Oh Happy Biz. Uh, she has the greatest Instagram. Follow her. But um, we also have that link for the wait list for you guys in the show notes. So I, I always love to ask our guests on the show because we, you've touched on this a lot. Like running your business isn't like rainbows. It's not always fun. There's a lot of downtime. There's a, there's a lot of frustration. There's a lot of disappointment. There's a lot of things to learn. Um, not that we want to like discourage people because we are 100% like, yes, start your own business. But we want people to know that it's not always rosy. No matter what level of success you've hit, there's something new. There's some new, what did they say? New level, new devil. So I would love if you don't mind, if you wanted to share with us something like you're currently learning to grow your business or you're currently um, struggling with that is going to take you to the next level. Well, for me, I am starting this new business, mm-hmm. which is Oh Happy Biz, right? So, and it's completely different from product-based business because um, product-based business, one of the great things about product-based business is you're selling products. So you just have to make sure your product is awesome. You know, <laughs> like as long as your product is great, like, and you know how to like drive right traffic and, you know, convert those people to like, they're going to come back and keep buying your yeah. stuff. But the thing with service-based business or like, you know, this teaching side of the business or coaching side of the business, which is what I'm starting now is I am the face of the business. So like for me, I had to learn a lot about my own self Mm -hmm. um, in order to grow this side of the business. And that was, that's my current challenge right now because it's a different business. Although a lot of it is very similar driving traffic and career, but like, 
I'm my product. And so like, I think that's one of the great things about product-based business is, you know, as long as you have good product, like I truly believe that you're guaranteed to sell, especially if you're going to be on platforms such as Etsy or Amazon, people will know good products. Like Mm -hmm. once they buy it, like even for my own brand, they keep coming back and buying for the second and third time because they like it. Right. And so the challenge with this one is a lot of it um, is mindset work. So I'm working a lot on my own (laughs) mindset in order to become the entrepreneur that I want to be. I know you are a service-based entrepreneur too, and you're the face of the your business, right? So for me, like that's the challenge that I'm going through um, is just learning more about myself and just kind of, you know, becoming more aware of who I am and who I want to be and just being there and being able to help those people. I just keep going back to my old self when I was first starting my own online store and where I was, because I know there's so many people that would be in the same shoes, especially with the whole COVID-19. I just know like how it felt back then. And I really want to help those people um, that are going through the same stages I was. And because it was really, really, really like, if I look back, I wish I had some help. Mm -hmm. And so that's where I am. um, Just trying to really help those people that need me who has gone through something very similar that they want to do. Yeah, that's such incredible insight. And honestly, I think that For some shop owners and some product-based businesses, they're still the face of their company, even though they have products, especially like I tend to work with a lot of handmade companies and businesses. Mm. And so there's still this piece of they want to know the artisan. They want to have that piece of it. And so there's still room for like the personal brand connected, your personal piece of your brand, I guess is what I'm trying to say. But then there, there is also this part of it where sometimes it's just your product. And when your product can stand on its own, I think that that's the key. Like if you can sell in a show, you can sell online. And there's this piece of, from a lot of my business clients, there's this piece missing. They're like, well, people buy this at the show, but they don't buy it online. And how can we fix that? And so, and I think some of that also comes to mindset. Mindset is huge, no matter what kind of business you have. Um, But you have such incredible insight. Yeah, I totally agree. But I think um, when it comes to product-based business, like you have to have like the brand story, right? Mm -hmm. You have to have like the brand vision and which kind of ties to who you are as the owner, right? But a lot of the times it it does come through your product Mm -hmm. because ultimately that's what they're buying um, versus I think service-based, like right now I'm selling my own knowledge. Right. And so it's, there's a lot of trust factor in like who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. And so I think that is kind of the challenge that I'm going through because I felt like selling products was a lot more easy, like easier yeah. for me because I, I, my product was great, like in my opinion. And so like, yeah. um, I focus a lot on making my products really great and making my brand story and all that stuff all right. And people like would look at that and buy versus like me trying to sell informational product. It's just more about how can I build trust in me as a Mm -hmm. person? And so I think that is kind of the difference between product versus service-based business. Um, So that's just kind of like the learning phase of me going through 
like building this new side of business. <laughs> yeah. I think that's really, really insightful. I know uh, I can relate a lot because yes, I am a service-based business, but uh, I also have digital products and online products, which is a little different. And honestly, I have worked with coaches and business, like business mentors in the past. And that's a big hurdle that they all have to jump over is learning how to sell themselves instead of just selling the product. So it's definitely different. And I applaud you because I know that what you are offering is so needed for these shop owners (laughs) and these product-based businesses. Yeah. And I don't understand why there aren't that many that are offering this type of service. Because when I look at even the people that I learned um, from a lot of it, like if you look at the e-commerce world, it's very male dominant, like in my opinion, like if you even look on Instagram and try to look at e-commerce hashtag, a lot of it you could like right away see is very like, there's a lot of male energy. Mm-hmm. But I also know there's a lot of like women that are out there that have a very successful online store. And so like, my thing was, I wanted to learn from somebody that is very similar to who I am. Like, because I had my own struggle to build my business as a new mom. Like, how are people balancing being a new mom and running a business? Like, how are they like balancing their, you know, like work life, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That was like huge to me because I always felt like I was struggling with time. Mm -hmm. Um, And I always felt like, I mean, I just recently posted about like slow progress is like, that's how I felt like throughout my journey is because I wanted to do this much, but like I only had this much time to do (laughs) whatever I wanted to do. So how do you break through that? And how do you like um, get a lot accomplished with little time you have as a mom who has to take care of your kids and who has to cook and who has to do laundry and like all these things, you know? Um, so yeah, that's why, I mean, I wanted to start also providing my service is because I just couldn't find a lot of people that I could relate to as well. Right. So I'm like bouncing in my seat. I told, I want to learn from the mom who is also wearing her baby or had to wear her baby in a baby carrier and use her, her countertop. So she could sway back and forth while she sat at her computer. Like that's the type of yeah. business owner I love to learn from <laughs> because that's what I went through to grow my business. You know, like yeah. I, my business was not even a year old when I had my son. And so it was like baby carrier central. That's all we did. My, one of my favorite pictures is my son laying on my, across my lap and I have my laptop like in front of him and I'm like <laughs> typing over him. And you know, because that's what we have to go through as mom entrepreneurs. And especially right now where we're like, we can't even, we don't know what's going to happen. I just lost a day of daycare and I'm like, how am I going to work on three days? Like, you know, there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot going on. And I love that community around those types of business owners because we, we need more support than just like, Oh, this is how you create a listing. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Right. Because I mean, I used to feel like, why did I think of this now? <laughs> I used to my like thing where I'm like, I had so much time as a single. Like I could, if I just like, if I didn't have my baby and have all that time that I used to have, I could grow my business so much faster. Right. So like, I used to think that so much too, like, <laughs> man, like those people who are single have it so good. <laughs> Cause like I have so many other things to take care of. And especially with COVID-19, like I was at a point where my older son, five-year-old, so he was going to school full time. 
And um, my one-year-old, I had a nanny. And so I I had help before COVID-19 happened. So I was like in a very good place. I'm like, finally, like, you know, this is great. Like I have help. And um, and then COVID-19 happened and all of that was gone. And I had to like re like somehow figure out how am I going to fit my work um, while I have my kids mm-hmm. and my husband working from home too. Right. Yeah, so like a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Like, I'm sure there's everyone is going through that, mm-hmm. right? So, like, you know, it's just there's that relatable thing, just being a mom and working from home. Mm-hmm. And I always question, like, how are other people doing that? Like, are they like, do they have any? <laughs> like, I used to like wonder all that too. So, I mean, I think it's just really great to kind of talk about that kind of I stuff agree, yeah. and be able to like hear how other people are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, like for example, right now, like I actually trade time with my husband, like he works nine to five, but like I told him like, you know what, like, why is it only me that has to take care of the baby? Just because I have a flexible like work doesn't mean that I don't have to work at all. And I'm trying to build this new business. Right. right? So I actually had to like have a an honest conversation with him. I'm like, you know what? Like in the afternoon, that's going to be my time. And so you watch the kid and work at the same time because that's what I do during the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I had to have that conversation with him and just, you know, be okay that sometimes they're going to be watching TV. Yep. Cause I used to be one of those moms. I'm like, okay, well I've had 20 minutes, like, nah, <laughs> but <laughs> now I'm like, okay, like I need to um, move my business forward. And, um, if I want to provide the type of life that I want them to live, like, I'm sorry, like, it's just gonna be what it is, like, especially with COVID-19, no support. So I don't have family that live around me either. So it's just me and my husband. So we just have to have that negotiation. Yeah, that's so, it's so important. And I know it's something like, even I go through that. Also, like, um, my sister was watching my kids, and then she's unable to watch them anymore. And so it lost a whole day. And I'm like, what am I going to do? Like it was yeah. because like my type of work and when you work with service, like I have to be sitting at my computer building a website for a certain amount of time. Like that's right. required. And other times it comes at the sake of my health. Like I'm staying up all night, getting up with the kids at five in the morning and not sleeping. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah. yeah, there's this big struggle. And sometimes all we need is friends who get it. And we can like, yep, we can complain and we can move on or we can complain and we can take action, but we still need those friends and those, that community and that camaraderie. Yeah. And just know that other people are going through the same thing because it's not the same. I mean, I have a friend who just like, she's just a true stay at home mom who doesn't work. And so um, when I talk to her, it's just a different world, right? But then when you talk to someone like you who are go who who's doing something yeah. similar as what I'm doing, I'm like, oh yeah, you know, like we just totally relate <laughs> in that way. And it's just nice to just hear that, you know, like we don't have to get validated, we don't have to, you know, know what actions to take, but I just know that yeah, she's going through the same thing. Yeah. And the thing yeah. you said about just wondering how people do that in general is also like just knowing how people are doing it even if yeah. it's not perfect, is a comfort. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Uh, this has been so awesome. We have so much in common. <laughs> <laughs> so where can our listeners find you online? Like where can they hang out with you, learn from you? 
Yeah, they can hang out with me on Instagram. That is the best place to kind of see what I'm doing, what I'm posting, what I'm sharing. Um, so they can go to Oh Happy Biz on Instagram and find me, or they can just go to um, ohhappybiz.com, my website, to find me as well. Yeah, we'll put those links in the show notes too. But uh, I think everyone should be following Gina because <laughs> she, like, we've been following, I've been following you for a few months now for a while and just so much good information and we've had some really great conversations. So you have so much to offer and I'm excited for our listeners to get to meet you and start following you and learn from you. Yeah. Thank you. That, that was so fun. Yeah. Just talking about it. Building visibility for an online store is a full-time job on its own. Big name stores have entire marketing departments for this exact reason but you don't need a full team to see big results. What you need right now are simple and quick ways to give your store a visibility boost without adding more to your mile long to-do list. That's exactly why we created the free five ways to boost your shop SEO PDF so that online shop owners just like you can improve visibility and get more eyes on your shop without any additional stress. These five tasks will give your store a juicy SEO boost to help you show up for the people who are already looking for you without touching any code or having a background in search engine optimization. Head over to productpowerhousepodcast.com to grab your free copy and give your shop the visibility boost it needs today. Thank you for listening to the Product Powerhouse Podcast. If you're ready to dig a little deeper into this episode, come join us in the Product Powerhouse community on Facebook. It's the best place to go to find the perfect partner for your next collaboration, get additional support and trainings, and just hang out with other shop owners. You can be a part of our circle by visiting alexanderdesignco.com slash community or search for Product Powerhouse Community on Facebook. And if you really loved this episode, open up your podcast app and leave a rating and review. Each review makes it that much easier for other shop owners to find us and get in on this action.